gentlemen, all our wonderful listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Hex Drinkers Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Jules, joined by my co-host, Oak. Yo. Oh, that was an especially deep one. And Jeff. Yep. That was an especially high one. Excellent. <laughs> and we are, of course, a long-time playgroup joining the multiverse in the hopes of leveling up both our game and yours. Uh, on the docket today, not much leveling up. Just a little talk about some of the news. Just some news. We'll, yeah. we'll chat about... Um, you know, we had game we night. Stay relevant. Night. Yeah, we, we we do what we can. We do what we can. Stay hip. It's a, you know, it's honestly a nice reprieve considering we've basically been going full bore uh, on everything, and um, uh, we are going to continue going full bore next week because uh, I guess the first thing to talk about, uh, double master spoilers start in two days, and by that I mean probably the day this episode comes out. Uh, we have not gotten a break from the nonstop churn and burn of the modern magic cycle. That is a negatory. Yeah, so it's it's what? It's Double Masters 2. Uh, spoiler starts, so it probably releases mid-July. Um, and then, of course, we've got the summer core set, which would be the Dominaria United. Then we have um, the Warhammer this summer, uh, followed by Unfinity in October. Minimum. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> oh, my God. D- Double Masters uh, releases, I want to say... I want to say like July 8th or 9th or something. Okay. It's like early July. So we hit the ground running. And then Dominator United, I think, doesn't come out until like the very end of August or beginning of September. So there is a bit. Right. Yeah, that's a, true. That's true. Because I know like there's been a pre-release two, on uh, end of September a few times. So that that might be closer to, to then. Yeah. It's still, I mean, it's been a lot considering we just had Capenna, New Capenna, Battle for Baldur's Gate. And I want to say there was something else in there. But. Anyway, Double Masters, um, all of our predictions shall be ruined by the time this, this pod goes up because uh, Wizards will have already premiered things. But any, anything you guys are hoping for? Do you, want to, do you want to call any shots? We're recording this Tuesday, June 14th for posterity. Snap, Snapcaster Mage. <laughs> Oak is uh, manifesting <laughs> um, the cards he wants to see. I like it. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm Cavern of Souls. <laughs> Cavern of Souls would be really nice for, yeah. especially for one of these other ones that's coming up. So we do have some already, like during the summer, sort of showing you what exists in this set, or, or for for upcoming sets. They they showcased Kozilek, uh, Butcher of Truth, Weathered Wayfarer, Liliana, The Last Hope, and Ren and Six, um, and then I think like Converge the Light, some weird rare from uh, um, Battle for Zendikar. But anyway, sure. Old old Eldrazi are coming, so I will gladly take a Cavern of Souls. I think it's the uh, the Eldrazi will come back, and so my prediction will be we're gonna see Ulamog and uh, Emrakul. I don't think they can just do one of those, and I think the collector numbers at this time, because of course with any reprint set you're gonna get number crunching. Um, for those of you who don't know, number crunching is when you, based on the alphabetical order of cards revealed and their colors and then their collector numbers you can tell if it's a reprint set what are the possibilities for the slots that are missing um and so Kozilek butcher of truth as a colorless card is going to be one of the first collector numbers and there is one collector number in front of it i believe it's two so that could be emrakul um so it's it's more than likely we'll get a whole set of the old titans Mm. that'd be cool i mean those are getting up there in price let's say 70 80 bucks like they uh they they somehow always end up yeah i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw a couple of my cold shots i think snapcaster is a good one i don't know what it's at right now but that card is just always expensive uh the biggest thing for me is 
obviously there's some there's some personal things that I want for like decks, but really just like maybe it was COVID, maybe it's inflation, maybe it's a combination of the two, maybe people just aren't buying magic cards, so no one's opening magic cards, but like I just feel like the last time I checked, like we we had game night the other night, and I have been talking about my Jolene deck, and like that deck is randomly like seven hundred dollars just off a bunch of things that are like randomly $30 and then things like doubling season, which is like damn near 80 parallel lives, I think is 65 or something. Um, yeah. Parallel lives is the weird one. Cause for a long time that was like 13, 14 bucks, but as doubling season did not come down in price and it's gotten a couple reprints, right? It got uh, in battle battle bond and the original double master saw a doubling season. Um, but yeah, parallel course, lives has not seen the same primal vigor. <laughs> Where, where's Primal Vigor when we need it? The, the sort of fixed uh, doubling season. Dude, I just... Side note, when I was making tweaks last night, I just put that in there. That is also like a $40 card. Yeah. Only printed in a <laughs> Commander Precon or something. And then yeah. and then we got Branching Evolution. That I think is $30, but that was a Jumpstart card. That only doubles your 1-1 counters. But yeah, yeah. Any, any of those sort of like big staples would be good. Um, the Tutors, like we, we saw Vampiric Tutor somewhat recently i think um, yeah well demonic tutor was in the first double masters because it was a box topper i would like to see yeah, that one yeah. again because i'm trying to pick one of those up for chromium then grim tutor of course was in m20 i i want my my hottest take i think is i want cruel tutor cruel tutor is one of the ones it's another three mana uh but it's from either starter or uh portal, that or portal yeah well is it uh, reserved it's list no is the thing. it's currently 40 bucks Three mana, search your library for a card, shuffle and put it on top, lose two life. Um, so it's relatively safe, and if that gets reprinted, it should drop a ton, I think. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I think... I, I don't really... I don't know why you, like, want that card, or if you're just calling a shot, but I just, like, just just do the... Just do Mystical Tutor, Enlightened Tutor, Worldly Tutor, especially Worldly Tutor. That has, like, not been printed at all. They've done, like, um, Vampiric... It got printed in the... Um the commander collection green uh last year or so that doesn't do much to the price but it did I, come out yeah, i was gonna say like that's like you know yeah but the so, other ones so have been counter, recent like full sets like real my like, counter argument for sets. that would be like for enlightened tutor and mystic tutor and all those yes reprints great i want to see them whatever but those have a lot less room to come down i think when they get reprinted just like the eldrazi they drop five ten percent and then they're just back up again so with something like cruel tutor i want it reprinted because it's more powerful than a demonic tutor and it's more likely to keep the the reduction in price because its cost is more due to low supply than just like being a staple so hand wavy <laughs> economics but i i want to see the cards that like have more room to come down like uh we've seen imperial um imperial Seal. recruit right oh recruit the, the yeah, yeah yeah recruiter that's now like five bucks um, and is a, a tutor in red for small creatures when originally it was like 80 just because it was in a portal set. And when we saw it in Modern Master or uh, Masters 25, it got like cut in half and really has never recovered. Whereas with Mystical Tutor, it'll be back up, you know, <laughs> the next trading week. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I still just think that like people need these cards. People want these cards. If you print them enough, they will come down. Even if, mm -hmm. I guess I want the, the average to the average or the ceiling to come down basically you know yeah. like if we can consistently be getting demonic tutors at $30 as opposed to 50 or 60 i'm happy with that like obviously it's mm -hmm. money is money and it's still going to be an expensive card just because it's good but like there there's no reason 
for magic cards to be $80 plus. Um, there's, I, I don't think there's any reason for a lot of magic cards to be $50 plus, but you know, mm. <laughs> eventually you get into the collectible thing and there's, there's a whole argument there, but there, yeah, there's a lot of cards. Um, I think another fetch land reprint would be good. Once again, those are currently not like crazy. We discussed this the other night. They're like, the all enemies aren't allied, allied are a little bit more. Yeah. Like, so since, since the enemy were in modern horizons, um, like wooded foothills is like 31 um so that, but that's probably not the best ally one what what would be like blood polluted, polluted delta probably polluted delta yep. polluted Del enhance we'll get our intern to do it 43 so they're not <laughs> incredibly expensive they got reprinted they really haven't since cons they got reprinted in zendikar expeditions which was that crazy bfc mm -hmm. but all those are like 300 dollars now um zendikar rising expeditions much more much less well received uh that one is sitting <laughs> at 70 dollars. the zendikar rising um, expeditions were just like so disappointed the, yeah I, I i tend to agree with that i i wasn't inspired by many of them but like for a while some of their fetch lands were cheaper than the the previous printings but yeah i think i think an allied reprint cycle would be really good we know we're getting the shocks with infinity um and then there aren't many other options for sets because like for the number of sets that release every year there still are very few avenues besides the summer if it's still referred to this internally like the summer exploration set which is the slot for like conspiracy battle bond double masters etc that releases right around now and has for a while there's very few slots besides this to reprint those cycles of cards that are super powerful that you can't put in a premiere set you can't put in a commander precon you can't put in all these things besides like a secret layer so it, yeah. it's kind of like a lot of staples jostling for a very small amount of spots. Yeah. I'm once again, people are always going to need them. There's no reason to not like mm -hmm. just like re reprint them all the time. Like just if they're all 20 bucks, that's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think that's very reasonable for, for fetch lands and even in, or for shock lands and, and even fetch lands like 2025, 20, just continually reprint them. And also it's just always going to sell sets. Like people are always yeah. going to need those cards. All right. Any other any other cards we're we're hoping to see or uh, expect to see or want some hot takes on the record for Tuesday, June fourteenth? Plenty I hope to see, but none I have any actual strong feelings that I'll see. <laughs> All right. Top two. What what are the top two cards? And and remember, so this is a modern set. So you're going to if it's a rare or a mythic, you're going to get mm. three versions of it with some crazy alt art. <laughs> We've already seen for uh, Wayfarer has like a, a, a different one, but like Kozilek would be the best example and uh, the Planeswalkers, they have the three versions. So not only what card do you want to see reprinted, but do you think one has a, a fancy art Ooh. coming your way up? Um, well, I would really love to see a new Force of Will. and Yeah, because that just hit 100 again. For reasons I won't, go very far into i think we would definitely be getting a new art for that if it were to be mm. reprinted yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah they might be trying to get those out there um, yeah I, I force of will is probably pretty pretty good uh any others um one more, one more. lightning bolt <laughs> we just got that with uh baldur's gate i know uh, i know that art was cool too um i don't know julian julian you pick the other one. Oh well i was gonna i was gonna say i think we would get new arts for these and i think they'd be they would probably get the the treatment, but I think we are probably due for a reprint of the not the force of will, but the force of negation, force of oh, whatever yeah, cycle. The, the modern horizons, yeah. Those a are lot of force of vigor is still like eighteen dollars now, and that, like I remember liking that one, but when it was only Ooh. five. 
Yeah, dude. I got one they more good one really for good. you. The um, cycle of cards. Uh, I don't think they had a particular name. Uh, maybe I can figure out some sort of pattern for it. But like fierce guardianship, deadly relic, yeah. uh, deflecting yeah. SWAT, and all oh, those would be the commander free, interesting. Free interesting to see. Yeah, it's kind of those are getting up there. Yeah, it's it's like the yeah, the obvious answer and the answer that we're we're going to tout here on the podcast yeah. is is going to be print them because they're super expensive. Uh, and, and from what we've seen from a couple different voices inside Wizards on occasion is like, don't don't make any sudden moves. Don't let anyone else see these cards. They were design mistake. Uh, hide them in the ground. But of course, that makes the the expense like just astronomical. And it's kind of you know own your mistakes, reprint these. Uh, especially at rare or mythic, where they're not going to be a problem and limited, just adds to supply. Uh, I saw something earlier today that was someone saying they wanted uh, Gavin Verhey to sign their um, Eureka. Oh. And he was like, I want to sign it right on Commander Ninjutsu to remove that effect from the card. <laughs> because, of course, Commander Ninjutsu gets around command tax. Right. Uh, and so it was like, it's very clear there's there's an amount of shame associated yeah. with some of these cards, especially more recently when more mistakes have been owned. Yeah. And so will we, like, where is the balance going to fall with, are we going to see them so more pe players can find them, which would be the answer and what we've seen with Arcane Signet? Um, or for these more, like, rare ones, are they going to remain, like, <laughs> essentially reserved less due to uh, functional? So, Chev, you mentioned you were like, oh, just put them at rare and mythic so they're not a problem in limited. Two double things. Master, One, that's true. this is double masters. Back. There's no commander <laughs> effects in in limited like you don't have a commander so fucking put him at common but the other thing is i guess it's three mana negate yeah but the other thing is now might they not print commander cards because this is not a commander set probably think that they're gonna i hope so um i think i think there are a few bastions that are safe of commander and while obviously any set that reprints a bunch of like old school staples uh, and old cards is going to have commander reprints. If that's not part of the design philosophy at like a fundamental level, I'd appreciate it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just. But clearly, alt art and is, stuff are, are definitely more for the commander players. Right. I mean, this yeah. is a chance for them to do it. I just. I don't. I don't know if they're going to. I guess nowadays everything has a limited environment built in, which honestly, I don't really know if i like i would rather that they just for a strictly reprint set like this i would rather they just reprint the cards that we need um for nostalgia reason or for financial reasons or, or yeah. just because they're staples <laughs> than be like well this we need doesn't to include bad cards this so doesn't limited environment is good fit into our archetype Ugh, yeah. like i don't know i don't really like that and i like limited but like we have plenty of standard sets that i can go and play limited and Wizards has been really good with limited recently. Like most of the yeah. sets have been very fun limited environments. Just mm, everything yeah. in its place. I think I think particularly with something like modern or, or double <laughs> masters too, where it's like the the pack is ridiculously expensive. It's got two foils, two rares, all the other stuff. Like it, it's clearly set up in a way that it's trying to bring value down or have a bunch of value jam packed into these things. So it's like the packs themselves are working against the fundamental understanding that we have of limited from the last 25 years of like how packs work, how you space mm. them around a table, all that. So they're mechanically unique enough that shoehorning in a limited environment, if it's not given a ton of thought and 
if you're if you're at a point where you have a spot that like I could make this a common uh, a, a blue common that is a big wall or just has a giant uh, activated ability to draw two cards because that would help smooth the curve in limited or I could make this like a reprint of um, insert cool spell here Rhystic like, Study <laughs> Rhystic Study uh, I was trying oh. to think of like a rarity that this would make sense like common or uncommon Rhystic uh, Study is yes, a common Rhystic bro. Study was originally blah 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 um, but <laughs> yeah so hopefully they, they air towards reprint versus versus not uh, I think to probably close this out in a minute or two um, I'm trying to think of like any any other cards I want or want alt art of um, and I'm I'm not I'm not too sure uh, I know I know we're getting the titans that would be good I like Oakley's pick for Cavern of Souls I think it's time we got one of those um, I like the idea of the allied fetch lands for a land cycle although I'm not sure if that's what we're going to get honestly it's probably filter lands <laughs> um, bruh but yeah, what what else is is Ristic Study on the reserve list? Because that is a thirty dollar. No, sorry, Ristic Study is oh, not. It got reprinted, should, quote unquote, in a secret layer. They um, should definitely reprint that card. I'm looking at yeah. TCG player right now, and heavily played is thirty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I oh, there, there's a there's a section of so there's Worldly Tutor and then there's Sylvan Tutor. I don't think Sylvan Tutor is on the reserve list, um, but. You know when the judge foil printing of a card is less expensive than it's like standard set printing, it's time for a reprint. <laughs> so I think my my hope and dream for this set is digging deep into those older forgotten sets like Starter, Portal, um, even even reprint the APAC lands, right? Like something interesting in those old sets that were somewhat region specific uh, and bringing them updated framework, updated cards because there's a ton of cool effects and ton of cool like um, stuff from that period that we could see reprinted that isn't on the reserve list. I'm trying to find if Sylvan Tutor's on the reserve list. It, it's a very easy. Uh, let's let's jump in here. I'm, Sylv- I'm I'm doing it right now. Sylvan. It does not appear to me. Excellent. Sylvan Tutor. Yeah, the portal is um, eighty dollars, and the Judge Gifts twenty twenty is sixty five. Uh, one mana sorcery, search for a creature, shuffle, put on top. So that could use a reprint. Um, yeah. Anything else from Double Masters before we move to the set that released, what, like a week ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chev, I got, I got so. some questions about that set. They're, all, they're, in, they're in the money vein, though. We've been talking about the money. I'm going mm-hmm. to keep it in that pocket. Um, there's a lot of cards that I, uh, that I want out of that. We obviously we all just had our our uh, you know our set review and we talked about cards that we uh, were interested in. We want there's a lot of cards in there that I want that are freaking expensive. Um, so since yeah. you're our our, res, uh, our resident financial guru, um, do I just need to buy these things now and bite the bullet? Do I need to wait? What what are what do you think we're looking at? Especially given the uh, sequence of sets to come. Right. So. Normally, um, and and this is a lot of these numbers are are pulled from prior to Booster Fund really, really taking off. Uh, I I do wonder if it's been sped up recently, but normally you're supposed to wait two to three weeks after a set releases, not pre-releases, regular releases for maximum supply to be in the, you know, ether or whatever. And that's when you're going to get the lowest price on cards because that's when all the big stores have opened up all their main packs. That's when all everyone's done draft events and is interesting and all that sort of stuff. Uh, with the the current sort of explosion of sets and all that stuff, 
I do wonder if that's been sped up a little bit. And I think I've talked about that here on the pod because like we've had a week, Baldur's Gate released a week ago last weekend. Um, and this Thursday we're getting double master things. So the people that were like, oh, I'm going to get, you know, uh, Baldur's Gate cards. I'm going to open them, play with them, open them, play with them. Starting this Thursday, they'll be seeing what's going to be coming out in the next set. So people that might've bought Baldur's Gate could now be holding out for double masters. Now, granted they're for different audiences potentially because double masters is a much higher price point, probably like 250 to $300 a box versus Baldur's Gate's at a hundred. Um, so there, there is still going to be some disconnect there, but I feel like the sooner that people get distracted, the less likely more products going to be opened. Um, so I would say starting next weekend um, would be a great time. Uh, or, or probably there's not going to be a much of a drop for the things you really want, the Commander Staples, between now and next weekend. Because <clears throat> you're probably looking for, like, you know, the, the cycles that are good, um, particularly the crowd lands. I know most of them right now are at less than $10, the allied oh, crowd yeah. lands originally from Battle Bond. Um, they're not going to go down, in all honesty. Like, everyone <laughs> wants them for Commander. This is a Commander set. Uh, there's no real use waiting for those, I don't think. And then for a bunch of the other cards, yeah, it's another one, right? So there's like two to three versions of all these cards. So the price hits bottom pretty fast and just stays there. Because um, like everyone's buying different versions and whatever, and it keeps the price down for us, which is good. Uh, more annoying to navigate from a storefront. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> TLDR, you, you're good now. Um, and probably next weekend would be the start of like the official buy-buy-buy. Ah, I see. Well, I'm, I'm opening up a Card Kingdom uh, tab right now. Because <laughs> something interesting with these two, I've, I've looked, because I, I actually pre-ordered a couple cards, because like, once you get past the top 10, 15 cards of the set, they're all a dollar or less. So <laughs> like, I was looking at Gale Waterdeep Prodigy. I was looking at the the uh, the artifact adventure that is the like necromancy altar where you exile a creature and bring one back from your graveyard. And that's like 50 cents. So I just I, I just pre-ordered a couple of them, which you know is normally inflated price because like I don't know how much farther they can drop, um, and that sort of thing, which kind of goes into uh, has has anyone picked stuff up yet? Oh yes, my friend Chev. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned those crowd lands because I had been putting together a buy list for a long time, um, and I remember uh, like a few weeks ago, probably actually no, the week like right before the. S- between the pre-release and the set release. Um, you mentioned that in, like, our, you know, group chat or whatever. And I was like, oh, now is going to be the perfect time. So I, I went ham for the first time since probably nice. before COVID. I updated um, a bunch of my decks. Well, not really. Only two of them, but there's more to come. There's more to come. Hey. Two of them. Two is more than zero. Um, some, I guess, highlights from that. Uh, cards that... Uh, came from the set and also the commander precons that came with right. the set um commander Jessica's legend baldur's gate commander decks yep <laughs> so, um Two jessica's colons. will big one uh yep. i've been looking for that for mono red deck for a while mono red was one of the the big decks i updated um war room i think went down a few bucks in price it's, it's something yep. um herald's horn i believe was over 10 bucks now under is it 17 at its uh peak oh my Oh my god, okay, that's nuts. Um, and then actually, I, I did see a couple cards as well that I kind of, or well, I already own, but would probably be a good idea to pick up again. Uh, Cage Sun, or pick up, I, I mean, I, I yeah, don't need yeah. another Cage Sun, but, you know, someone else might. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, stolen Strategy, 
uh, again, printed in one of the precons. Yeah, that got Curse pretty of... high up in Prosper, yeah. um, but I think it was in the, the green-red exile deck this time. Yeah, and then finally, um, Curse of Opulence, which I Ooh. was a weird... I, I can't believe that card got... Like it's, I think it was over 10 bucks for a while, wasn't it? Was. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, which is weird because it's like... I mean, no I guess... I guess it's, like, rampant red, which is, like, okay, cool, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. Um, but as, as you've shown us in recent games, the, the real answer to rampant red is just a bunch of copy spells. <laughs> Wait for someone to uh, to, to cast theirs, or, or what, what did you do to Julian last night? Was it big score, where you have to additional cost, sacrifice a card, oh, or discard yep. a card, and then you just copied it? And since yep. this card is part of the cost, when you copy it, you just get to draw two and make two treasures. Oh yeah, that was the best discount price I've ever gotten on a card. <laughs> I'll tell you what, two mana less, and uh, well, I mean, I just made my two mana back because that card makes two treasures. True, yeah. So yeah. I mean, I didn't get my spell. Well, I kind of did because I drew two cards. Oh man, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was fun. I, I, re- <laughs> I, I really like copy effects uh, in in red, which I think is really fun and. There, there were a couple other cards in the set that I think were really conducive just to the mono-red strategy. Obviously, Wild Magic Surge, uh, mm-hmm. which is just, you know, mono... It's, it's red-red for... Uh, well, this isn't Prime Picks, but it's basically destroy a permanent, and then your yeah. opponent gets the next permanent in their library. That's of the same type. Um, but it's still destroy permanent. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. of course, um, one of my favorite all-time cards, Chaos Warp, got reprinted in... Uh... <laughs> uh Baldur's Gate, so I had You're, to... You clearly uh, m- mean a Divergent Transmutation, right? The uh, the Undaunted <laughs> version? Yeah, that one. <laughs> that, oh man, that one is just so much worse. <laughs> it's so much worse. <laughs> that is Bro, like, it it's like things. Wild Magic Surge, but it only hits creatures and your opponent is guaranteed to get another mm-hmm. creature out of it, or something like that. So, yeah. It's pretty rough. It's just I, it's um, double polymorph. <laughs> I, uh, I I haven't done a lot of purchasing from this set. I, I think I keep brewing decks, having them get to a pretty good place, um, and then brewing a new one while my old older decks, uh, the, the Pantheon, if you will, uh, just sees mild improvement. So I'm seeing what we can do about that. Uh, but the I, I did pick up the Gruul Exile Precon. It seems just like a really fun list. Um, I, I If you guys remember, I played Prosper for a little bit when that deck came out last year and I kind of liked it until we got just too much exile synergy in black mm. red and especially prosper being such a value engine I feel like the red green commander while still very powerful is not as intense um, it's more fun it's like whenever you cast a spell from exile make a 2-2 wolf um, tap discard a card exile a card off the top you may play it this turn something like that you make wolves uh, and you, you play cards from exile but more importantly in there was Durnin uh, of the Yawning Portal and uh, Amateur Archaeologist or something like that, which is the <laughs> partner background command uh, pairing from that deck, which gives you casting sp- or putting spells in exile with Undaunted, um, which is awesome, especially for Eldrazi, where the, the cost oh, is yeah. completely colorless. Yeah. And then um, Passionate Archaeologist, which is the one commander creatures you control have whenever you cast a card from exile deal damage to any source equal to that cards converted mana cost so spoiler also fun with eldrazi mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i made a list it's on the site there's a couple other cards in there that's perfect for the deck that i was i was even talking to, to julian about like flynn collie hunter because uh, he was looking at that adventures bank commander 
But from the from the actual set, there is only probably three or four picks. Uh, Horn of Valhalla for Jetmir, uh, which is the one I brought it up again on our Prime picks, which is a sorcery to make a bunch of 1-1s, and then an equipment that gives a creature plus one plus one for each um, creature you control. And But I think my favorite is probably Irenicus's Vile Descent. This is an uncommon four-mana... Um, blue create a token of a creature you control except it's not legendary so this is kind of just like a very stable piece for Ocown and zinder split trying to get another one of those boys out there there's spark double in there there's another card that makes a copy that isn't legendary if we can flip if we get five coin flip triggers in my combat step that gives Ocown five chances before um croc's thumb to to double and make Julian have a very bad day, which you know, we're all. I was going to say, Chev, you, you're going to you're going to need you need as many of these as possible because you know you're losing those flips. So <laughs> I can understand. Yeah, I can. We need to help, the and we know they're getting removed. And you know, swift foot boots and uh, what what lightning greaves is not enough. Just have ten of them. Although they were both just reprinted. <laughs> they were both reprinted. One more than the other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One made it into the set. Lightning greaves made it into a precon, but yeah. you know, we'll take what we can get. Mm-hmm. Bro, why they got to do my grooves like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> shroud, man. It's just Shroud. Um, Freaking Shroud. Jeff, you were mentioning uh, about the whole, like, um, oh, jeez, Prosper uh, yeah. sort of becoming and Red Exile to play cards becoming sort of a little too popular. I, I kind of feel that with, uh, I and I might have mentioned this during, like, our new Capenna Prime picks, but for Treasures, um, Mono my uh, sort of favorite sort of pet decks for us to play online uh, that originally came from one of our group crews was Akiri and Glacian. Uh, mm. Just artifact, you know, quantity over quality uh, type decks. And uh, it, it's kind of ruined it for me, I, I feel like. Um, but it hasn't ruined it for Julian, which, you know, we're, we're glad to see. <laughs> Well, so so I, I, I will come to Julian's defense and yep. while smacking him across the face emotionally. Um, so I think there's <laughs> few people I trust in a playgroup with treasures more than Julian because I know Julian really likes hoarding treasures. So he can have an obscene amount on the board, but the chance that he's actually going to find the ultimate way to use all of them is very low. And especially online where you see the exact number of how many treasures you have, he likes that number to be big. <laughs> and so that is something like, you know, let him have his giant mountain of treasures. I'm less worried about that than someone like you, Oak, who is going to find a way to use every resource at your disposal as opposed <laughs> to just building up a Scrooge McDuck level of opulence. Well, at the same time, Chiv, let us not forget Julian's play yesterday where he heroically sacrificed seven treasures before my turn so that my structural assault Another recent card I pick, uh, prime pick. I, I guess that I, I picked up for my red deck. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't uh, kill pretty much every creature on the board <laughs> at, <laughs> at the time. Um, that's true. He 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 does understand you got to spend money to make money, but that's true. It, yep. it helps to save some money as well. He he's looking to put it into the four hundred one k. He's looking to put it. Well, maybe well definitely in the market right now while everything's down. <laughs> <laughs> By the dip, by the dip. (laughs) I can't confirm or deny any of that, but, uh, you know. (laughs) We just got to wait for in person when he gets like a gold doubloon 
and he gets like five thousand of them and just keeps throwing them on the table until the table breaks because he keeps I... doubling season parallel lives. We know why he <laughs> wants them cheap. Dude, I own. We know that I own like twenty five icy mammoths. Don't think that I'm not gonna come through and buy like Card Kingdom's entire stock of treasures. <laughs> so many treasure options, right? Like, I think Call Time still has the best treasure art because they're you know knight Norse like cups and you know Viking uh, treasure or Ixalan because Ixalan <laughs> has like pirate treasure and stuff. The rest of them, the rest of them have been okay, but I, I think, or I mean, so Julian is the master of opulence here. Um, there is a specific treasure Curse token arts. printed for Year of the Ox exclusive to China, and it's one of the best treasure tokens that exist um is also ridiculously expensive if i remember correctly Team yeah there's so hold up I'm, i gotta see how many different versions of tre oh my god there's 51 different treasure tokens <laughs> oh, oh and some of you yeah, can I, get some you can get in foil i feel like you just got to go with the original ixalan the first treasure token that was ever made that that's the way to go especially for a pirate right for jolene yeah. Jolene is yeah, she's kind of a pirate, but she like yeah. she's not she, uh, she's a crook. pirate. But, yeah, okay, I yeah. guess not. I guess not. I don't know. There's some there's some there's some good ones. I gotta look through. I'm trying to see if I she can find like this uh, special one. The, the one from uh, Innistrad is is awful. It's an eyeball in a chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. uh, the 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 one from yeah. So like the call dime token of like the cup is super cool. Um, New Capenna had some pretty solid ones. There's a couple Art Deco. Art Deco guys. And then the one I was thinking of, Lunar New Year Treasure, uh, is $221. Oh my god. <laughs> what the? In foil. How? And then there, there's another one that's like a Liliana Treasure from some holiday thing. And that's that's not even priced. But maybe that's on TCG Player somewhere. <laughs> it's priceless. <laughs> priceless. Anyway, enough of, uh, of, of tokens. Um, Julian, is there anything you're looking at for, for Baldur's Gate? Dude, like I was saying, it's it's all those. It's like the ancient copper dragon. It's the um. Mm -hmm. uh, I literally just added all these cards to my thing. Uh, the oh, reckless fireweaver. You know, I do need yeah the reckless fireweaver clone. Jahira, friend of the forest, who's like the make all your tokens do all the things. Right. Um, those are actually pretty cheap. Those are only you know like a buck or two bucks. Um, but yeah, something like an ancient copper dragon. Holy crap! Why is it fifty dollars? Well, I know why it's <laughs> but like also yeah, those dragons. They, that, that's like the the first page of cards on Card Kingdom. Those uh, <laughs> those dragons get up there, and they they're probably gonna stay because they are like the the battle cruisers of the set. And we yeah. saw how powerful they were last night in game night with uh, ancient was it copper dragon. Besides Yo. when Eric rolled a nat uh, one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was <laughs> with the dragon cool. die too. Oh, that was yep. brutal. It's because it was made of brass. You, you, you love dragon. to see it. You really do when you're across the table. <laughs> That's true. Hey, man, it's just more fuel for my structural assault. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's some. There's some other stuff that I was eyeing up, but I. Uh, I definitely think I'm more in the um, get like the few select cards that I need for the mm -hmm. decks that I'm are you know are at ninety five percent as yeah. opposed to brew a whole nother deck and then just like you know throw a bunch of money and, and just make it so we'll yeah, see yeah i i it i never feel really into a commander when a set releases and there are there are commanders that show up like I've, i felt that way yeah. with Jetmir a little bit but when a set first releases none of the commanders ever really speak to me i i get excited by a few of them and i brew something but those stick the least 
usually like the deck needs to be around for a little bit i think about the commander or, like it pops up in a couple places and i'm like yeah this could be fun um especially when there are other cards that are printed for it and that sort of stuff but yeah i i agree there's a there's a few i'm, I'm definitely going to pick up maybe with our tcg player affiliate link but <laughs> most of the ones i'm looking then. at are like a dollar sub dollar <laughs> etc <laughs> yeah well i would say that but you know i gotta get everything in foil so everything's True. like at least three books or some shit i mean i think three of the five cards i'm looking at are uncommons iranicus veil vile descent um patriarch seal that's the mana rock that untaps legendary creature um that should just be played in all kinds of decks <laughs> yeah i looked I'm back through, every one of mine <laughs> i looked back through the cards that i definitely know i'm getting from Baldur's gate and it's just the ancient copper dragon like all the other cards are between like 25 cents and, and two dollars but yep. the fucking ancient <laughs> copper dragon's 50 bucks like fuck yeah. my life <laughs> i mean the dragons from uh, old uh, from afr are still like well old gnawbone is is ridiculously expensive it's crazy like there's one or two mythics from each set that regardless of booster fun continue to just hold an insane amount of value like meat hook massacre uh, is mm. still 50 60 bucks um uh, the 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 land cycle from um neon dynasty is still pretty high i think i i did cave and bought a besiege you and that was still 25 dollars but yeah yeah all right so this probably takes us to our our last topic of the night just released to, or announced today magic 30th anniversary so for magic 25th anniversary uh probably the one that we remember of the ith's anniversaries was when dominaria came out and we got Ma- masters 25 that had a bunch of a bunch of good cards in there uh some less good ones tree of redemption um <laughs> but a lot of a lot of really good ones and we we, we saw the return to dominaria like we're seeing with the the return to dominaria this year i wonder if that was planned out uh, how many years in advance uh and and we heard of a giant uh tournament happening the last weekend of october in las vegas over three days bunch of commander events bunch of celebrities showing up uh in the magic universe uh and all kinds of events unfinity draft so i'm sure julian will be going for that but um bro are we limited are we edition beta draft yeah bro yep Ooh. as an event that you get seated into like you do a draft and then um i think you get the chance to draft that which would be i, freaking I think wild. it's a modern tournament that's seeds you into uh, that's wild all right yeah. like, you gotta bring modern burn just see how far <laughs> you can get oh. and they're gonna have that's- mystery boosters again <laughs> and, and conventions are the best way to get mystery boosters that aren't ridiculously priced because they're still incredibly expensive. And I think all the playtest cards, well, if you find old mystery boosters, the playtest cards are worth money. Recent ones are not. I have been watching Slavdrazi Monstrosity's most recent printing drop. Right. It Go used home. to be like 120 Now it's like $20. <laughs> so it's only a matter of time. <laughs> also, that is when the world championship will happen. Mm-hmm. And... My my disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is now ruined because I see right under that it says there will be an exclusive secret lair. <sighs> <laughs> well, it's what they used to do at Comic Con, right? Comic Con always had an exclusive drop, uh, usually of planeswalkers and stuff when that was happening. That's but we true. haven't had Comic Con in years, so I mean that's what secret lair. <laughs> Oakley and I passed up the opportunity to get the Hascon uh, quote unquote secret lair, and true. that's selling for stupid amounts of money. The Nerf oh, War. True. The Grimlock Transformer and the Sword of Dungeons and Dragons before Bro. it was reprinted. Before it went out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But so, pretty can, cool. I, uh, can I expect you guys on the West Coast for it? <laughs> oh, you're asking us live, huh? So we gotta yeah. make a decision? <laughs> I mean, I, 
I'm not. I'm not saying no. Of so. course, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be there. Perfect. Uh, well, maybe we'll see you in Vegas. I don't. I don't know if I'll make it all the way out, but <laughs> I'll see you in Vegas. <laughs> all right. I think that's all it. Right. That's all we got. Yeah, just a little, a little update on the economy, on the news, mm-hmm. and uh, I all hope you, important I hope you boys enjoy your two day vacation because we're we're back into the thick of it on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right. Woo! All right, gents. Hex Drinkers signing out. <laughs>